so here's the deal, folks. You're tuned into episode one of Bulldog and Kaz, the podcast. As, as long as we've been trying to work out a clever name, that's the best we came up with. And I think it's just simple and plain, and that's it. Bulldog and Kaz, the podcast. Casanova, Ace, and I are going to be doing this. And Ace, this was really your idea years ago. So, Well, I'm not going to say I told you so, but I did tell you. You did. No, no, no. Listen, I'm admitting it, so I don't admit stuff often, so you better take it while you can because you said this, I mean, years and years ago. You said, let's do a podcast, and I said, no, 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 I got a radio show. I don't want to do a podcast, and uh, ultimately, my friend, you were right. Uh, the world of podcasts is it, and is, especially in the crazy-ass world we're living in right now. Um, it's the right time for it. And, uh, well, see, I was trying to explain to you and to other people out there who was inspired to do this, radio has been, and I would imagine always has to be limited with FCC regulations, what you can say, what you can't say, what you can infer, what you can infer. Podcast has no boundaries. For a guy like you and a guy like me, you lift those fences and we have a masterful product. I think so. I think so. And and we don't need those uh, restrictions and uh, and and so no, now we don't have. Them. We don't. That's, it. That's right. Because you know you know what always bothered me about it is when I had a um, uh, listen. Remember when they first came out with XM Radio, and yeah. and you had all these guys and 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 the only thing they you know they 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 there were no restrictions and they got on there and all they wanted to do was say fuck that was it and, and they tried right. to jam it in there all the time. And it sounded contrived. It was like, man, they're just doing it because they can. Exactly. I, when I do it, I, I think I do it in a, with the podcast thing. I think it's done because that's the way I talk in real life. You know, for four hours a day on the radio, that really isn't real life uh, uh, talking. I mean, it's, it's what I've been doing for the last 20 years. But I'm just saying, you say things. You, you, you know... Something about, oh, shit, you say it, because that's what's real. Uh, and and, and uh, I didn't like them trying to force it in, but if it comes out here, it's real. I'm not trying to force anything, so that's it. So you're right about that, and you were right about the world of podcasts, and, you know, we, I don't know why I didn't listen to you. Guys, it had to be more than 10 years ago you said this, right? Well, hindsight is 2020, no matter how long it's been, we're doing it now. So let's get this show on the road. I mean, better right. late than never. Show's on the road. The show, this this is it. We're off and running and rolling. And what a time to do this because it's not like there's not enough crazy shit going on in the world that we can't talk about stuff, huh? And this uh, you is got to have a, see, so I'm sorry to mean to cut you off. No. But better better you admit to do it now than, than uh, you know, when you do my eulogy at my funeral. Mm. You said we could have done a podcast, but now I'm, it's too late. <laughs> I'm going to have a live and kicking, so are you, so here we go. Yep, yep, yep. We're live and kicking, and, and the world, though, is crazy. Now, you're located, um, you're right outside of Chicago. Well, you're in Gary, Indiana, right? So, outside of Chicago. Right. About, a good it, 15 minutes from Chicago. Okay, 15 minutes from Chicago, and you're watching the stuff that's going on there, and realistically, it's insane. I was just watching some of it. Um, have you been... In Chicago at all? Have you gone to the city? I, I actually, I've gone to the city, but for the last six weeks, I've been actually traveling. I've actually, okay, when it first started in March, 
I panicked like everybody else. I put a mask on and I shut myself in the house and I only went out for groceries and I went out to walk around and do some exercise around my house. It was real easy to do it because it was March and it was still freezing outside. It was still snowing off and on, freezing rain, and it was not hard to stay in the house. But what wound up happening was the weather broke, okay? The 70s became the 80s outside, and it started getting warm, and then my air conditioner comes out. <laughs> when my air conditioner comes out, at that particular minute, I wasn't afraid anymore. <laughs> so we went down, we went down to Atlanta to go visit a few relatives. My wife came back to uh, Indiana, and I went on vacation to Orlando. I went and checked in to a resort uh, for about a week and did some work down there for some guys that I was doing some stuff for. And there was a few people there. I mean, but. I got to see the way the world was. Everybody had masks on at the airport. Everybody had masks on on the plane. Everybody was looking nervous. It looked like something out of an H.G. Wells book. I yeah. said, it looked like a science fiction uh, novel. You know, and I, I, since I left, yeah. No, I was just saying, I haven't been on a plane. I haven't done any traveling since this, so I'm, I'm curious about that. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I left Orlando and I went to New York, and New York looked insane. I mean, I'm from New York, and I'm used to the hustle and bustle every day, 24 hours a day at that place. I mean, just crowds of people walking, you know, especially the Times Square area, which is where I stayed. It looked like a ghost town. It was empty and just hollow and there were hardly no people not like it normally is the city was still lit up but it was like a, something that like i said something just out of a movie and the people have masks on and everybody is looking all paranoid through their masks and um where did i go oh then then i i went recently i just got back i went to los angeles right, hold on hold on a second so yeah. since this, I, I, I better take notes. Since this COVID thing started in March, and you had, I guess, Indiana, you guys were locked down, right? Yep. Okay. You went to Atlanta. You went to Orlando. Yep. You went to New York City. Yep. You went to Los Angeles. Yeah, Los Angeles. And and then. And then I know you, you somehow, were you in Mexico or New Mexico? What did you do after that? No, no. When I was in New Mexico when I was on the Amtrak train oh. coming back from oh. uh, from Los Angeles to Chicago. I took the train. Okay. So, so going through this again, Atlanta, Orlando, New York City, Los Angeles, Chicago, and then back home. Right. Dude, that's a lot of traveling during this thing. That's more traveling than anybody I know. Yeah, no, I mean. What were you doing in all, all right, Atlanta, you went to go family. Orlando, you vacationed. Vacation from what? <laughs> what are you vacationing from? Uh, vacation, vacation from the vacation. I mean, you're, 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 not, you're not working. You're vacationing. <laughs> Oh, wait a second. Hold oh, on. No. Hold on. Hold on. 
Did you get your $1,200 stimulus or your or $1,000 a week from the, the government unemployment? Um, no, I, my wife got hers. I didn't get mine, and I prefer not to say why, but let's just say it was intercepted by people who, who I owe money to. Oh, my God. Oh, when they when when they so you're you're telling me when they found out you were getting the twelve hundred, there were just people standing at your door waiting for that check. <laughs> they were standing at the door. I never saw a nickel of it. Uh, I'm like, where's my check? I got a letter explaining to them like, yeah, we got you, we got your shit, Clemmy. You might get it. Oh my god! So so that <laughs> so you didn't you never actually got to see it, but but you got it. Let's put it that way. Okay. Did they uh did did the the people who actually receive it did they deduct it from your total at least? I am sure they did. <laughs> All right. So without I, I don't want to throw any numbers out there. How many more stimulus checks do we need to get those guys out of the way? <laughs> No, I'll put like this. I, I I wouldn't live to I wouldn't live to see it paid off. Oh my god. Oh, you are so so. If there was, if there was, if there was, was counting on how many stimulus checks it took, no, I wouldn't live to see it, and neither would you. Oh, okay. So some things never change. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So, so you decided to up and travel, and uh, and so the New York. Now, you did you do any work in any of these places you went to? Yeah, I'm. I'm involved in. Um, I'm involved as a, a, a special correspondent for an online news show called The Staunch Moderate. It's a, uh, a political. It's a political news outlet that's brand spanking new by a guy named Greg Simmons, and uh, they were doing the. Um, they were broadcasting from places that were having election primaries. And I was doing stories from there, from everything to George Floyd, to the COVID-19 virus, and, you know, whatever else they wanted to talk about. Okay. But I, I was on video, so it, it looked real good because I was doing them on location from the places where they were actually having their primaries. That they, they were some punk-ass to go, so I would. So, so were they sending you to these places? Were you, like, on assignment? That's why you yeah, went? Yeah, exactly. Got yep, it, yep. got it. All right, so how come you're, uh, how come you're back in Indiana? Why didn't they want to keep it going? But back in Indiana, the next assignment that I have is in Aspen, Colorado. When are you going to Aspen? Uh, I don't know yet. They're going to let me know that by the end of the week. All right. So now, uh, that's good that you're doing political stuff, because the one thing I, I kind of like to stay away from is politics, as you know. Um, it doesn't get anywhere. But speaking of politics, I, I, <laughs> it's it's hard not to talk politics these this day and age. Um, what do you know about this Lori Lightfoot from Chicago? You know, I, I really, I really do not, do not, really do not like Lori Lightfoot. I, I, I was shocked when she got elected. That was the first thing. But she uh, pushes her own agenda instead of the agenda of Chicago. Now, let's get it right. I have nothing against lesbians or gay people, the LGBTQ community. You know, I don't agree with it. It's not something I do. But I, I, I would, you know, die defending their rights to right. be who they are. That's the kind of person in American I am. But I do have a problem when people get on, or get in political office, or they get on TV, 
and they push their own agenda, which is side by side or even ahead of the agenda they should be pushing. She pushes her own agenda as being a lesbian woman by, number one, the way that she presents herself. Number one, the way she presents herself. It says a lot. And then number two, you know, her whole rhetoric and way of doing things, it just does not seem that she just has Chicago's best interest in things. And so I have a problem with that. Okay, I don't know that much, but I don't know her uh, agenda. I don't know what she does. I just see, like, uh, I, I just saw something about her that she's now blaming Trump for the uh, the shootings because of the gun laws. Now, if I'm not mistaken, after living there for 35 years, we had the toughest, one of the toughest gun laws in the country. And and is she not realizing that the guns, the illegal guns around the street, the gun laws are only there to protect those who are abiding by the laws? Now, you know as well as exactly. I do. You know as well as I do. And I, and I haven't lived there in 20 whatever years I could probably I'm gonna say if I landed at O'Hare I'm gonna say within a couple hours I could have myself a gun that's exactly probably gun laws only only stifle citizens who are abiding by the law from getting guns everybody else can get a gun (laughs) anywhere at any time they want to right right and, and 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 so I don't understand what she's blaming Trump about this time. Because everybody wants to first of all, how you gonna blame Trump when Chicago has been a bloody violent city for God knows how long? I mean, mm-hmm. the last superintendent of police could do nothing about it. This superintendent of police can't do nothing about it. Everything stays violently status quo, and she just and I don't know what she needs to do. But she needs to do something. But the last thing she could do is blame anybody else. Got it. All right. Well, I, I, I agree with you on that one because it's, uh, it's, it's just it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You know. And, uh, and unfortunately, you know, it's sad. It, it really is sad to see the um, – you know, I'm very familiar with Chicago and New York. And when you see the pictures, it's, it's just so sad to see these streets. I don't know what it's going to take to get them back or – how it's going to come back. I'll see it. Well, well, I can tell you one thing, and this is going to open up a whole, a whole, a whole can of worms we're going to talk about. You're not going to get it back by talking about defunding, decentralizing, and taking away the powers of the police. No. That is not going to do it. No, no, that, that's the, that's actually one of the stupidest things I've heard. I, I really, that I don't get, you know, and I am, I'm trying to, I try to be pretty open-minded to everything. And, uh, we actually had a girl on my show who did, um, she was with a group. I, I, I want to say she was in Minneapolis and she was trying to explain about the police stuff. I don't know if you heard that interview, but you should listen to it because, and, and I, I wanted to listen because as I said, uh, and, I mean, you've known me a long time. I try to listen to both sides all the time. Right, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not uh, opposed to, it. but she made no sense. And how are you making sense by defunding the police? It just, it just. I don't know, this one, this one's going to take some proof. Uh, if you could prove it to me, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll listen. But right now, that doesn't make sense. No, when it no. comes down to that, she can't prove it because there is no proof. I mean, mm. if you are a fan like I am of the Purge movie. 
if you want to live in that kind of society, yeah, you go ahead and you fool with police powers all you want to because all you're doing is giving the streets to the criminals. Yeah. And once you do that, and it's because one of the two words, everybody, I don't care, these people can try defund the police and they can say fuck the police and they can say this, that, the other. But when you get in trouble, what are the what are the three numbers you dial? Number one, nine one one. Two words you say. Call the 911 police. Nine one one. Help police. That's right. <laughs> And, and you've seen them show up for both times, so you know what it's like. It's good and bad, and, and this defunding is and, no and, 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 and if you say that you you say that when the chips are down, you're not crying and those two things, you a damn lie. I hear you. I agree with you. I agree with you. All right. On another note, I just read something that's uh, uh, interesting, and this is another one I I can't seem to understand. I uh, just read a story today about KFC. Now, you're a, you're a fast food guy. You like KFC, right? Yeah, I uh, eat them all the time. Well, I, uh, uh, wait, wait. Well, the, the, the kind of say, get the kids and wash up. That's my favorite commercial. It makes me want chicken all the time every time I see it. <laughs> all right. So, KFC, just I just saw a story. They're using animal flesh cells to 3D print chicken meat in a lab. Okay. You ready for that? So great. Wait, what does that even mean? They are using, they are 3D bioprinting chicken nuggets in a lab. They're they're producing chicken nuggets. Uh, You know, like how a 3D printer works. They're just using, they're just using these, um, Animal flesh cells to make this. It's it's. Would you eat three D printed meat? If it tastes good, I'm all for it. All right, you, you know, know what? I asked. I asked the wrong guy. It's all good. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I'm not even gonna lie yeah. and try to analyze it. Yeah. If it don't kill me, if it don't make me sick, and it tastes like chicken. Take a three D, four D, and five D, all the chicken they want. Give it, <laughs> give it to Papa. I'm hungry. Okay. <laughs> all right. So much for that idea. <laughs> I, I thought that. I thought I'm like, what the hell, man? Three D printed chicken. I don't know. I, I don't know if I can go that way yet. Sorry. The one thing. Here's the thing, though. The problem with it all is you read about it. If they never told you, right. and they just served it to you, and you didn't know where it come from, you'd be lapping that shit up too. You're right. You're right. It, but now I had to read about it and know that they're doing it. So you're probably right. Now, have you ever had the um, what's the fake meat called? The uh, uh, what? What's that stuff called? The uh, Beyond Meat. You ever have one of those? Oh, you talk about the you talk about the plant meat. Yeah, it's the one at McDonald's and Burger King sells. I, I, I've had the Impossible Whopper. That's it. That's and it. it was not, yeah, it wasn't half bad. Yeah, exactly. I agree with you. It wasn't bad. I'm not a vegetarian, so there's no reason for me to eat it. It's not any healthier for you. It's not doing anything right. good. But and it was That's a lot more the, expensive. The only, yeah, no, the only problem that I have with it is I know it's not meat. I right. know it's plant. Right. So when I'm eating it, I'm kind of got this little scowl on my face. And I'm like, nah, hell, as long as the regular wops available, I'm going to take that. Exactly. Now, are you... Uh, are, are it's, you... Like, it's psychological. 
I, oh, it is. Same thing with what I just told you about the 3D print. Now, I, first of all, I wouldn't eat chicken nuggets anyways. That's besides the point. But <laughs> Well, maybe I would from KFC. I wouldn't eat them from McDonald's. Uh, yeah, I just have, I just have McDonald's uh, chicken nuggets today for lunch. They were with the honey mustard sauce. They were the bomb. Uh, I, 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 I ain't with you on that. I like them. All right. Now, you, <laughs> you and Big Al Reno have the same type of diet. <laughs> you eat, I love you and Al Reno get along. You you eat like you eat. You guys eat like teenagers, man. You know, that's it. Fast food. I'm so and, pissed off. What? I am so pissed off that they got the buffets closed. You don't know. Oh, Ooh, I, 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 I'm like a crack addict that can't find a crack out. I mean, <laughs> this is this is, a, this is a, I, I love a buffet. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you do. You like. Okay, what's what's the last buffet you went to, Ace? The last buffet that I went to was uh, um, I, I think the last one was uh, a one called Golden Corral, and that had to have been like in the wintertime because oh my god oh no 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 no, no. <laughs> that's not the last one. The last buffet I went to was for my anniversary. I took my wife to the Wisconsin Dells a few weeks back. Wait, 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 hold on. I got to add the Wisconsin Dells to the list? Yeah. Shit. All right, I'm, hold on. Yeah, you went to the Wisconsin Dells. I'm adding up, again, since March, when nobody's been traveling. You have been to Atlanta, Orlando. Well, I'm going to you bring a special guest for a second. Hey, honey, <laughs> come here a second. We're going to bring in an unscheduled guest that she can tell this story better than I can. Uh, okay. <clears throat> oh yeah, she can tell you better than me. Come uh, here, sweetie, hurry up. Uh, hey, sweetie. We got Okay. Yeah, we got to we got to bring you in to tell the story. What, sweetie? She's, she's good. She's good at podcast. Uh, we're talking about that wonderful buffet we had at the Ponderosa in Wisconsin Dells. Oh, tell us about it. Come here. Get on the mic and share that story. How is that dinner for you? Okay, no, I want you to start here. Okay. Let's start with the first dinner you had at the double cut. And then the show goes from there. What, well, what's what's the double cut? The double cut is the restaurant that's connected to the Kalari. That restaurant was phenomenal. We have traveled and gone to some of the best steakhouses, and I love steak. So, and I'm really particular. Uh, so that place it won me over. Wait, 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 wait. Where, where, where's the, where's this double cut in Wisconsin Dells? Yeah, at the Kalahari Resort. Okay. All right. I'm, I, I'm, I'm not familiar with the place, but it looks like a nice place. I'm looking oh, it up right now. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. That looks like a nice, okay, that looks like a nice place. Looks like a very nice place. Yeah, it really, it really is. Okay. Yeah, the ambiance was beautiful, too. The food was excellent. But just as excellent as that food was, was how horrible. Ponderosa was. Now you're talking. <laughs> Ponderosa. So I put it together with my money back. That was a shame that they charged people for that. Now, they first of all, the of wine, and they they weren't allowing people normally at Ponderosa you order your little entree and then you get the buffet as well. No, you get no entree. They're not even offering that. They have a buffet. The buffet was 
terrible. Wait, what did you you've you've heard of a ponderosa before? You kind of had to know what to expect. There was a ponderosa before. There was one in Crown Point. Ponderosa okay. was nice. The little chicken wings we used to actually order them for like parties and stuff like that. This ponderosa, no way. <laughs> that food was terrible. I was like, I could not believe they were charging for that. They need. They need to. Uh-uh. They, they need. They allowed. need to get up with the double cut over there at the uh, Kalahari. That's what they need. You know what? Mm. They don't even have to come up that much. They need to come up at least to McDonald's level. Hey. That was <laughs> utterly ridiculous. Hey, is there is that there still so is there still a place where you guys live called Phil Schmitz? Is that still there? Oh, I've never heard of that. Me either. Oh, it's right. It it was right off the Skyway. And and they used to be known they used to be known for all you can eat frog legs. No, that's not I've, I've never, I've never, maybe I haven't been here that long long oh. enough, but I've never heard I've never heard of it. All right, well, it was it was a popular spot years ago. Yeah, but no, that not the that was the answer to your question. Uh, Ponderosa. The last buffet I went to was the Ponderosa, and it was it was it was it was oh god, it was and I I got to tell you, your wife just sounds delightful. Congratulations. No, she, you know, she's podcast experience. When I had my podcast, Not Your Mama's Radio Show, which was about wrestling, yeah, she was the co-host and the uh, uh, wrestling TV correspondent. She's good. Yeah. Actually, as a matter of fact, maybe I'd rather do it with her. You're out. <laughs> <laughs> well, we definitely have her on. You know, we definitely have her on on a regular basis because she, oh. she tells a good story. That, 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 no, I, I enjoyed her. I, I definitely did. That was very nice. That was good. I may have to. No, I, may, well, I may have to figure out a way to send you a mixing board, and that way you can have your own guests in studio. Well, yeah, I mean that's something that um, I definitely wanted to get in with you, get into it with you, to see if we were going to try and integrate that into what we're doing, you know, down the line. But you know, see exactly what how you know. Exactly how we want to play this. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know. There's we're, a bunch we're, of things that we can do. There, there are a bunch of things. It's uh, the sky's the limit, as they say, because it's a wide open market. Oh and, yeah, it is. And, no, and, the sky is the limit. Yeah. So I mean, I've got look. I, I've yeah. got uh, I've got several of these things. Believe it or not, going on. I've got you know I've been doing a podcast of my show uh, for probably over ten years. Like every 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 show, we cut it down and we set we put a podcast out. So that's been going on for probably more than ten years. Um, and then well, I started. I think I think, um, I, think uh, well, I think a great show is going to be when you send me that mixer board and you're walking me through how to figure it out. So I finally get it. <laughs> maybe maybe uh, one step at a time. Uh, but <laughs> actually, there probably is a way to do it. We could probably do it right over the internet, and it would sound perfect. So. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, when you go to um, when you go to uh, the, the program Blog Talk Radio, they send you the software for the mixing board. So, yeah, so that comes with it. Well, I mean, here's and the that, here, here, um, here's the, but we're not going to Blog Talk Radio. What is Blog Talk okay, Radio? I'm just that, what they do? Well, okay. no, what is what is Blog Talk Radio? They do they uh, oh, do they Talk just facilitate? That's the premier. That's the premier podcast place where you go to. So uh, uh, now you did a sh- that's where you did your show, right? Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, I had a guy out of California. I remember that actually read it for me. All I did was the talking. Yeah. But he um, went to Blog Talk. He got the software for the mixing board. We were able to get like seven guests on at a time. We were able to run commercials through that thing. I mean, uh, we had it. I mean, that thing was professional. Yeah, but that thing sounded like hell. I remember listening. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know what happened to your ears over the years, but you are—you you, to tell you, man. You—you you, you are frustrated. You know, maybe maybe we will. Maybe uh, maybe I'll look into this thing. Maybe that's an option. But I, I don't. I don't know if I really. You know. You know. We probably could do it, with listeners. Uh, but I, I don't know if listeners want to because they have, they call in, right? Isn't that part of the deal? They can call in, but you have to take their call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's good. Actually, I was a guest one time on your blog on your blog talk radio. Remember? You, yes, you was. Yep. Yep. I remember that. Yeah, dude. People don't know yeah, you. You and that. I. You and I go back a long, long way. And oh and, my and if, God. if if they want to hear the best, the best, or I should say the best, one of the best. I leave it at that. One of the best uh, podcasts I did on Bulldog Unleashed, which is my other podcast. The Bulldog Unleashed podcast was with you. If anybody goes to Ocean98, go to Ocean98.com and go to the on-demand section and hit the player and look for the Bulldog Unleashed podcast with Casanova's because you're going to hear and learn about this guy like never before. I, I mean, we go back, I don't know, what, third, I don't know, what do we say, 25, 30 years, whatever the hell it is. Yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And that podcast, I found out things about you that I didn't know. So it was pretty cool. It was, oh, it was well, good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I appreciate it. It was yeah, good. No, it, it was, um, yeah. I mean, because, I, I, you know, when you do stuff like that, you appreciate your own history because you just live life living to keep on going, but then you get to talk about it. And then when it's all said and done, you're like, man, that really did happen, didn't well, it? I missed that one. <laughs> Well, you know, you know, it's crazy. You talk about life right now. I'm going through a a, um, a whole bunch of shit at the house because uh, we had in uh, I guess December, January, we came back from Chicago and uh, mm -hmm. we had a flood in the kitchen, so it destroyed the whole. Oh, wow. it, yeah, yeah, it was all fucked up. And so we went and and we had to get you know we had the appraiser come in, the the, the adjuster, and so what I thought was just a little bit of water. Turned out they had to rip up the whole floor. They had to do all this mold remediation and all this stuff. So, I mean, it was a major thing. So, from there, it's just gone and expanded. And so, right now, we are, we are like, redoing everything. It's like, just, you know what? Let's just do it. Rip it all out since we're ripping it out anyway. So, we're going through all this stuff. And so, the, just about an hour before we talked, uh, I went in the basement. And somehow, there was some leak going on down there. And we'll get it addressed. It'll be fine. But... I was. I have all my boxes, and I can't get rid of this. I have all the boxes of the Shidokan tapes, and I have all the boxes of the mini discs. Remember, I used to record my show on mini discs in St. Martin. Yeah, you used to. Um, you used to actually rent a um, an editing suite for uh, teens amounts of money, and you would go in there and you would actually edit the Shidokan for TV. Uh you did it really professional. Oh, the Shido stuff, yeah. But I'm talking, yeah, the Shido hell, man, I can tell you stories about that. But the, uh, no, the, the mini discs. You remember the mini discs? You know what they are? Um, uh, did they still use those? Did they what? 
No, no, nobody uses them. But I have, I have boxes. I used to go through. It was three mini discs per show that I used to use, and everything, oh, okay. every, and we'd have to stop, you know, stop the show and change the mini disc. Um, and I, and that's how I recorded all my shows. But this is before you had the computer ability to uh, record it on a computer. And I had a deal with those guys at Bull Chance. Remember Bull Chance? The uh, the place on yep. Front Street. So they used to give me all the yep. mini discs, and so I ever come. But I, but I was just downstairs. What I'm getting to is I went down there, and I should throw these out. I mean, there's no reason I need all these old tapes. But just like you said, man, do you really want to throw out your old tapes? And it's your life and everything else. And it's hard to think to throw that stuff away. I don't know. It's it's tough. No, know? well. I mean, you might not need all of them, but you do want to keep a few for posterity yeah. because there is a way to there is a way to get a player for them. And, oh no, I have know, when you're when you I, I have a player. I, I just have to fix okay, it. But well, I yeah, when you're and I can buy them after you're long dead and gone. You want to keep that stuff because when the history of your life is replayed long after you're gone. They're gonna need as much footage of you as who, possible, who? and as much you know, as much uh, 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 as much as your your legacy, I, uh, as much as your legacy written down and, and taped, yeah. and all that kind of stuff like that. But for who? I mean, really, who's it for? My 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 kids. Who who's gonna? Yeah, you know who who's gonna? And that's what I was thinking. I'm like, all right, who, who really gives a damn about this stuff? You know, I, yeah, I but see that's you know. the that's, that's the part you don't know who it's for. You never, never know. You don't know. That's the whole point. You don't know. Yeah, it's for your kids and your grandkids and your great-grandkids and mm. so forth and so on. But when the story of Bulldog comes out, and oh, yeah, it's going to be a story because you have done some scary words and stuff. Yeah, people are going to want to know it. They're going to want to see it. So mm. you, either, you never know from Yeah. Okay. I, I, I probably, you know... Yeah, I probably will keep it just because, like you just said, I, I it's a it's a hard thing to get rid of. Um, but I mean, there I was just people. I was just downstairs and I'm looking at it and I'm going, man, there's so much. Of this the other thing that I have a ton of is albums. I have tons of vinyl albums. Now, why do I have all those? I, I still like listening to vinyl, but I don't need all. Of it. It's like, man, there's so much space. Hey, wait, wait, don't get don't don't go don't get rich. You never know what that stuff worth. Them vinyl records uh, could be so, uh, some obscure group that you don't know or heard of could be worth thousands. Don't what, know it what, what's, the, what's the last thing you sold? What's the last? Because right now, I'll tell you what. <clears throat> I was cleaning my office, and I have three things on my desk right now that I'm getting ready to put on eBay to sell. And it's just obscure stuff. And I'm thinking, for what I'm going to wind up getting for this stuff, it's going to be more of a hassle. <laughs> but I'm going to do it anyway. Do, do you ever sell stuff on eBay? Uh, well, it's easy for me to say because, I mean, uh, autographed pictures of me and my boys was, uh, um, was sold for 30 bucks each just yesterday. So, I mean, I'm in a it, different boat when wait, it comes down to saying Wait, 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 wait. wait. You, the, I can go on eBay and get autographed picture of you? Yeah, you can. All right, hold on a second. got to be kidding me. Yep, men on a mission. I'm going to go look for that. Hold on a second. I'm going to play this song while and I'm looking then, for then, that. Um, then there's a t-shirt store in Chicago where you can get keep my t-shirts. All right, hold on. Then I'm, I'll just play this song while I'm looking for this. 
song no i've never heard that one before, but it sounds real good. <laughs> all right hold on men on a mission but where's oscar uh if you see the one with just the um just the two guys that means the one with me sold out oh there it is i no 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 you hey you're right there's one right there with you men on a mission mm-hmm. with you in the <laughs> it's just signed oscar yeah. Wait a second. That means. Do you have copies of this? Uh, yeah, I do. You better be selling the hell out of this thing. Ten bucks a pop you could get for your autograph there. Hold on a second. I'm going to send you. Um, let's see if I can find this. I'm going to send you what the going rate is. Hold on. Right, right now, now, right now, it looks like the going rate is they're going to kick your ass because they're both ready, ready to punch you in the face. Those are some big boys, man. Combined wait, men on a mission says combined weight seven hundred and fifty-seven pounds. Oh yeah, hell, that sounds that, that's Mo and Mabel, and well, throw you guys are way over, you guys are over a thousand pounds of people there. Uh, men on a mission. That's you. You are right. You got to get me one of these autographed pictures uh, for uh, for the studio. Yeah, okay. there's a guy uh, I'm looking for it now. I have to find it. There's a guy yeah, just yesterday. No, this morning, as a matter of fact. He's got a whole bunch of them signed by all three of us. I got it right there. Gary? Uh, <laughs> this, no, guy, this guy, this guy, Gary, don't... he's selling this thing for 30. Wait, it's in Great Britain. This guy's selling one in Great Britain. It's got all your autographs. Yeah, yeah you're okay. Right. That's you're, right. About you're, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, there you are. You're just a like money-making machine. Just buy you a pen and let you go to town. Casanova. But, yeah, but they got, um, men, they got men on the mission shirt. There's this, okay. Oh, man. Now, in fact, I'm thinking about it. You ought to get into this. No. There's a store in Chicago called Protease. And uh, if you send them the information to get, make you some Bulldog Ocean 98, that's what they do. I don't know. I got a men on the mission store on the proteins.com site. And there's about six or seven different kinds of shirts on there. Right, there's I'll... a character, a character shirt that's on there that's out of sight. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I'll have to put, uh, I'll have to tell uh, Bill Fuhr. He's our promotions guy. That's a promotions thing. Not me. Anyway. Yeah, well, hey, proteins. so, so we got, uh, hey, we got about 40 minutes here of this. And I, I think that's a, uh, I think a half hour to forty minutes is a good time, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna try to bust these out once a week, right? That's our that's our game plan. Yep. We'll try to bust that's them out once a week for plan. you guys, just a little bit of entertainment. If anybody has any comments on this, feel free to uh, send a comment to bulldog at ocean ninety eight dot com. Now, I'm not. I just want to explain. This is not comparing this to the Lee podcast because that's what really started out. So the Lee podcast, we can't. We just can't do a consistent thing. That's that's the thing. Um, Lee's too busy, and he's got stuff going on. Ace and I have nothing going on. 
But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna ramp this thing up. We're gonna talk about everything. We're gonna get into some stuff. We're gonna have some fun with this. And um, I I think I, I think we'll wind up having a good following on this, Ace. But it's gonna take a while. And uh, and like I said, I know you're committed to it as I am. So it'll be pretty good. Yeah. No, we're gonna have a blast. And like I said, I mean, you guys, we're not in it for the money. We're not in it for the fame. We're in it just to have a good time and. Maybe we might can inform somebody or something. So <laughs> along along the way, we will. Oh man, is there anything you want to inform? Any, well, I informed you that there's 3D printed chicken. Uh, anything else you want to inform anybody with? What can we inform anybody with? Uh, yeah, not at this time. Uh, it's COVID nineteen, but don't be afraid to get out. Just stay away from people. I mean, that, that's what I did. I got out, but you didn't see me at the beach, you know, playing volleyball with ten thousand assholes. You saw me getting out, but I kept my distance. So, so that's why I'm hey, not sick right now. All right. So one one thing about that, talking about you getting out, and, and we'll just wrap this in about five minutes. You went on a train for two nights, right? It was it was L.A. Mm-hmm. to Chicago. Right. I've never been on a train where you sleep over. What the hell do you do on that train for that kind of time? I mean, that just seems so what? boring to me. No, well, see, number one, like anything else, depends on your frame of mind. But the reason why you can do that on a train is because it's not like a plane. Um, if you took a plane from here to Africa and you had to be on a plane for 18 hours, yeah, I would go so crazy and lose my mind. Because you can't really get up, you can't walk around, you can just go to the bathroom and sit in your seat. On a train... Especially if you're a young sleeper, then that's good, especially now, because you're away from everybody. Mm. You have a door, a glass door that closes when you're ever closed. You have your own space. You know, in a lot of those uh, cars, you have your own bathroom. Uh, your seat turns into a bed at night. You can lay down and get a good night's sleep. So you can get up. You can walk around the train. They have a big sightsee a car where you can sit and sightsee through these big windows and see everything even though you can see everything really good. They have a restaurant on the train where you can go in, sit and have dinner. They have a snack bar that's fully stocked with everything you can possibly want. And you could actually walk around, you know, a post pre-COVID and actually talk and meet people and mingle around and walk and talk. So in that regard, it's not boring. It's a really good trip if you have the time. Now, how how um how many stops do you make? Like, is it constantly oh, no, making stops? A lot of, you make a lot of stops. Okay, yeah, yeah, that would drive me insane. Yeah, but no, but when I say a lot of stops, there's only three. Or, there's only two or three stops you have to stop and get off. They stop, pick people up for two minutes, and then you're gone. Wait, 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 wait! <clears throat> Hold on. You had to stop and switch trains? No. Oh. No, no. Well, you do have trips like that. But no, no, no. For the most part, no, you stop. Like I said, you know, you stop in these little towns. You're there for a minute. For the person that's there to get off or get on, and they, they leave right away. They, they don't mess around either. Okay. When they stop, yeah. don't get off the train. Because if you get off and turn around, the train's going to be gone. Got it, got it, got it. Now, okay, you all stop right. in a okay. major city. Like Denver, St. Louis, or something like that, they'll stay there for 30 minutes. But those trains usually 
leave on time, but but things happen a, a lot of times. The train does come in late. So, you, but you're not you're not getting off in Denver, or St. Louis. You're you're staying on the train the whole time. You can get off in Denver, St. Louis, for a little bit if you want to. Yeah, okay, you okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you I don't. don't have it, it just to me, it just, it, it sounds unbelievable that because you were that you slept two nights on that thing, right? Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. That's uh. Yeah. But you were in your own room. Yeah, I was in my own room. But then again, like I say, you have your own room. I mean, you got a you got a full bed. I mean, you got a chair during the day, a nice, comfy, big chair during the day. And then at night they come and turn it down into a full bay. Nice. I I hey listen, better better you than me. I don't know if I could do it. Nah, well, what you should do, try and take a a, a four hour coach trip. Go from Ocean City to New York and see how you like I've it. I've done that before. I've done that. Oh yes, yeah, it's comfortable. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I that I've 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 gone on, you know, uh like I said, is the longest train I ever took. I went from yeah, that would be the longest one from Wilmington, Delaware to New York. It was a couple hours, I think, hour and a half. Yeah, well, see, that's that the, that's because maybe that's maybe because it's only an hour and a half. <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> you always gotta be up. You know, it's like like my wife. Y'all always gotta be up doing something. So right. you can't sit still and know it's not for you. You're right. You're right. No, and and you know what? That's uh, that's something that's always been. I always have to be doing something. I can't. I can't. Yeah, well, I can't they, sit still. They, they, they know a train trip not for you. Nah, but that's good. So, like, what did you? And a, what, and what a greyhound, did, and yeah. a, a greyhound trip, a bus trip. You want to kill it and kill everybody. So that's definitely not for you. Hey, there ain't no fucking way I would get on a greyhound trip like that. I went from a greyhound one time from uh, Chicago to DeKalb, Illinois. And that was only that was about that, that's about an hour and a half. That was too long on a Greyhound. Trip. Come on, man! You couldn't take you couldn't take the trip from Chicago to the cow. No, no, I didn't like that. Uh, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what you just got. I don't know. You got some kind of anti over. You got OCD disorder. I do. You got to be walking around. I do. That's why I got to go do something else right now. Hey, listen. Uh, do you want do you want to wrap us out of this uh, this thing today? Get a little wrap in there. next week see you Cass. be good all right, no. yep. <laughs> all right that's episode number one ladies and gentlemen if you like it send me an email bulldog at ocean98.com if you don't like it send me an email to bulldog at ocean98.com hey we got to try new things man it's a whole new age it's a whole new thing these podcasts are cool so um thank you thanks for tuning in